Get on down to real fake doors. That's us. Fill up a whole room with them. See? See? Watch. Watch this out. It won't open. Won't open. Not this one. Not this one. None of them open. Fakedoors.com is our website. So check it out for a bunch of really great deals on real fake doors. Welcome to Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week, we're talking about... Rick and Morty. Aw, jeez, Rick! You're a piece of shit, Morty. You're you're a piece of shit, Morty. You're a... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tell us a little bit. Yeah, so Rick and Morty is a animated cartoon that is very much not for children. As opposed to a real life cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, as opposed to the non-animated cartoons. It's a loose parody on Back to the Future. Uh, Rick being the uh, alcoholic mad scientist version of Doc. Like me. And and Morty, I can only imagine where you're going with this, is the bitchy sort uh, sort of weird version of Marty. Good job with restraint there. It's implied. I didn't to say it. (laughs) Rick and Morty are actually voiced by the same dude, Justin Roiland, who assists uh, Dan Harmon in making the show. Um, And also a lot of the voice actors in the show do a lot of different characters or different versions of themselves, things like that. The episodes and the adventures of Rick and Morty center around the Smith family. Uh, Very generically named. Jerry, the patriarch? The... Husband, father of the family. The sperm donor. Sperm donor. (laughs) uh, Got Beth, the mother, uh, Rick's daughter, pregnant in high school with Summer. Uh, Summer is Morty's sister. Um, Jerry's practically just an idiot, messes up everything in his life. Again, getting his high school. They they weren't dating. They just did it, I think. Really? Yeah. I'm not really sure. As far as I can understand, like, the the actual storyline is, like, she just felt sorry for him and got her pregnant. Jesus Christ. And so they ended up in a marriage. Um, and, uh, he was in marketing, got himself fired at some point from being a fucking idiot. Yeah, the only time we see him succeed in marketing is in an alternate universe. Yeah, in in a simulator that's that's been marked down to 5% efficiency. Yeah. (laughs) Beth, like I said, is Rick's daughter. She is a horse surgeon and is heavily implied she's just not good enough to be a human surgeon. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of sad. Um... At some point, uh, we're not sure if Beth's mom died. I mean, she's not around, but Beth's mom has died. Uh, and at some point, whether it's before or after that, Rick abandons Beth. Also, this is a show that deals with alternate timelines and realities. Yeah. So it could just be in this universe that her mom, her mom, no, the mom's not around. In yeah, universe, it's kind of a, so. So yeah, it's it's infinite universes, infinite Ricks, things like that. But we don't know why. There in are this certain universe. common. There are certain common themes among yeah. almost all of them. Um. Which and makes it not really infinite, then, if there's common themes. Well, there's can be... In- not technically. That's actually not technically true. Well, then, if it's the infinite, that means... Up there. If it's infinite, that means there can't be... There can be. 
That, that's what I'm saying. Certain infinities are larger and smaller than other infinities. That doesn't make any sense. I know, but it's true. I'll take your word for it, but it sounds like <laughs> bullshit to me. It's not. Trust me. Ask Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I heard him say that, so I'm just spouting it because it sounds true. You're just repeating propaganda. Pretty much. So what the lizard people want <laughs> us to fucking think. That's all. Um... So, yeah, uh, the summer is pretty much just your average bitchy millennial teenager. Yep. Uh, she gets annoying sometimes, but she gets her she gets her due. Yeah. She has her couple episodes, um, except that the s- summer we start with is not the summer we have ended with in this the latest true. season. Again, uh, Rick and Morty are the only two constants throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morty is pretty much the counter to Rick's genius waves. I think he explains it to him in season one where it's like and- – Every Rick needs a Morty to yeah. be camouflaged. Now, these are the C-137 Rick C-137, yes. So these are like the OG that we started with. Yeah, we're going to say that that is, that is essentially, if we're, I guess we're doing it like a 616 Earth is like the generic Marvel universe. I got really nerdy in there. I'm sorry. It's the fluent nerd. <laughs> Doy. <laughs> but yeah. You can't fucking do it for here. The, for the, can you? <laughs> that's a good point. Jesus. For those who are... Nerd. We're nerd. Um, pretty much everything goes tits up all the time. Uh, first season actually ending with Rick turning every person on that earth into a Cronenberg monstrosity, which are some Lovecraftian horror nightmare creatures. And they have to jump universes, which apparently they're going to do a handful of times. Yeah, because there's only a certain amount that are similar enough that it's not annoying. Yeah, to like I, I, that's sort else. of the implied thing where yeah. it's, it's it, Rick says verbatim, he's like, we can only do this so many times, Morty. Yeah. You fuck with squirrels, Morty. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with squirrels. And don't turn people into Cronenberg monsters. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, and it was, it was all because Morty asked him for a love potion for his high school crush. Yeah, good job. Good job, assholes. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, I believe there's a deal in place where Morty gets to pick, what, every fifth adventure? Every tenth. Every tenth. Every tenth adventure he gets to pull so out Morty his... does get to get... He gets <laughs> to throw the bullshit flag and pick the mission every now and then. Yeah. But the one time he does it on the show, he regrets the hell out of yeah, it. Yeah, because so. Rick fucks it up. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Morty also Venerators, gets... is that what they were called? The, like they're... when Morty got molested. Oh, that too. Oh fuck yeah! They did, he does it I twice, think, two episodes. That one was the uh, by oh, King shit. Jelly Bean. That, <laughs> that's right, the King Jelly King we'll, Jelly we'll Bean. We'll come back to King Jelly. Hi, Bean. I'm King Jelly Bean. I've got stuff about King Jelly Bean. <laughs> Just go with it. Oh God, I did that voice too well. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. But yeah, there's a couple of times where Morty does get his way, and Rick, Rick is like apparently the most Rick of the Ricks. Morty's definitely the most Morty. That's actually quotes. Yeah. 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 He's the most Morty um, of the Morty. There is something called the Council of Ricks. So as we kind of mentioned in the infinite universes, the Ricks have this portal gun, which allows them to move in between different universes. And a lot of the Ricks, as in like thousands upon thousands of Ricks, have joined together in their own government, which is ironic because Ricks hate the government. Our Rick hates the government. Well, all Ricks supposedly hate the government, and they hate all governments that so became a government. Actually, Rick says that in the first time we're introduced to them. But well, there you go. Yeah, we're gonna get super deep into this. But um, essentially, um, the Council of Ricks uh, hate our Rick for various reasons. They call him a terrorist. You know, he's um, which actually Doc Brown gets accused of being, or he he fucks with Libyan terrorists. I think in back yeah, because that's what you do. That's what you did in the eighties when you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. 
have certain things. I think the implication about the terrorists. I think the implication is that he like stole some sort of. He told him that he was going to build them a bomb. Yeah, and he used the plutonium to make a time machine. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's a actually Rick does that exact same thing in the episode we just watched. Oh fuck, he does. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not plutonium. It's something else. But it's a glowy rock. Yeah. It was like it was the Mad Max episode in season three. It's what they use for um, defiling. My blood is gasoline. Nope. This is our glowing rock. Blood. We use it to defile people. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but uh, this most is like a seven-layer burrito of shows. Oh yeah. There's so so, so much, much going on here. There's no way we could possibly yeah. go over all of it. But uh, mostly aliens and all the things are based off of different sci-fi movies and shows. And there's a lot of homage to a lot of different things. Uh, if we started listing it, we'd literally be here for the next, next six hours just listing that shit off. It's just close enough to avoid copyright infringement. <laughs> just like us. <laughs> um, and there's a number of reoccurring characters throughout the show. Some of our favorites, uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole, Principal Vagina, no relation. No relation. Uh, <laughs> uh, Morty's crush, not girlfriend, but just crush Jessica. Uh, bird person. Bird person. Who is, I think, the closest thing to a Vulcan in the show. Sorta. He is yeah. based on shit. I can't remember. He's based on a couple different characters. Yeah, uh, Squanchy. Squanchy. Mr. Goldenfold, the math teacher, who is creepy as fuck, and they go into his dreams in one episode. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, they try to incept him, and that's where they meet Scary Terry. <laughs> Scary Terry. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then the evil Morty, who has a couple of. Uh, he shows up a couple of times, and at the evil end of Morty, season three, I think, yeah. It, yeah, at the point we are at now, yeah. he is the biggest antagonist. Yeah, and I didn't think this show would have a consistent antagonist, and it's kind of cool that we're getting one. Yeah. Um, Rick himself, though, is anything but a hero. He's an alcoholic. He's depressed. He's actively suicidal. There is an episode where he literally does try to kill himself, but he's too drunk to pull it off. Hmm. Um and just pretty much a all around terrible human being. Yep. Um, nothing he does is for good. And um, yeah, love is a he lie. Occasionally does things for Morty, but he yeah. Won't well, admit he, it. he he admits he can't to admit himself. It. There's an episode where they pull his toxins out. Yes. And he says, "We'll, we'll talk about that." Episode. The non toxin one says, "No, no, I know you're toxic because you have attachments." Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. so he does occasionally have Occasionally he'll do something. He has a sort of a soft spot in whatever his heart might be uh, for his family. According to a fan theory, he doesn't. But we'll talk about that Interesting. Too. So that's that's kind of the plot. That's uh, I mean, again, we could be here talking about every individual episode, but that's generically what it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah. All right. We'll give you some trivia and stuff in a minute. Yeah. You're a, you're a piece of shit, Morty. Oh, jeez, Rick. You're a piece of shit. I can prove it scientifically. Jesus. Anyway, so uh, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland have a backstory for Rick, and they're never going to release it. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Fuck you guys. They got pissed off at so many shows giving you all the details in the beginning that they made a backstory and then refused <laughs> to give it to us. Now, they have said there are a bunch of hidden secrets and clues and that at least one fan has actually guessed it on an online forum. So now, they're just copying George R. R. Martin then? Yeah. That <laughs> sounded real familiar, didn't it? <laughs> um, hey, look, somebody wrote a really clever thing. I thought of it first. Yeah. <laughs> so by process of elimination, though, fans have narrowed it down to four different fan theories. And these are not the only fan theories we're going to touch on. Okay. These are quick ones. So 
One of them is that Rick is aware that he's a fictional character. Yeah, I've heard that one. I yeah. have heard that we'll, one. We'll it, come back to that yeah. one. Um, the other one is that Rick's not always drinking alcohol. He's drinking some sort of extract that keeps him super smart. Oh, like the shit in the first episode to get makes Morty super smart for a bit. Yep. Uh, another one is huh. that Rick is actually an aged Morty who traveled back in time. But we'll we'll talk about time travel. <sighs> I think again. I've heard that one a little bit. Yeah. And the last one is that Rick's original Morty is dead, and he's been replaced by a copy from a parallel dimension. Well, that actually has precedent because the Council of Ricks gives him a coupon for one free yeah. replacement Morty. It's absolutely a thing. But C-137 Morty's supposed to be... C-137 Morty. Yeah, he believes he is. He is the Mortiest of Mortys. He's been told that. By Rick. Yeah. Which who, could be a lie. Everyone is an, un, uh, what do they call it? The narrator. Unreliable narrator. That's it. Yeah. The whole show is unreliable narrators. Yeah. No, you can't really trust anything you hear any of the characters say. Yep. So, care to guess who uh, auditioned for Jerry early on? Give me a clue. How? How? Like, Hasselhoff? No. Oh, like the, that was kind of our Kung Fury like thing. Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, Brian fuck. Cranston. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Yeah, Brian Cranston auditioned for Jerry. Huh. Like real early on. And they didn't take him. Uh, maybe he backed out. I don't know. Something like that happened. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he backed out to do that dumb little show, Breaking Bad. Like that ever took off. <laughs> I think that show was already done when this show came out. No. I already said we're not getting into time travel. <laughs> It doesn't even that doesn't even make sense. Uh, whatever. So uh, there's an homage to Ren and Stimpy in this show, and that's whenever the characters characters are confused or dumbfounded, and their lips get all squiggly and fucked up. Oh wow! With that big frown. Apparently, that's yeah. what Ren used to do in Ren and Stimpy. Interesting. I always thought that was just an art choice, but nope, it was homage. Also, uh, every time they do a fake commercial or TV, there's a single audio takes of Justin Roiland. Just like, that's why he's stuttering and laughing in most of them. That's amazing. Because it's a single take of him just doing something stupid. We got a... Kind of like our podcast. We got real fake doors. Yeah. Real, real... Uh, uh, I got only fake doors here. It's exactly like our podcast, except he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's a trained professional. Yeah. We're just a bunch of baby seals that haven't been clubbed yet. Pretty much. <laughs> so... Going back to time travel, on the shelf in Rick's garage, yeah. there's actually a box that says time travel stuff. <laughs> now, Justin Rowland has actually said in panels that he's not going to use time travel. He thinks it's overused in sci-fi, and he's just not going to do it. Also, it creates these logic leaps, and Rick and Morty fans are really tough on the whole, like yeah. everything being a concise universe, and time travel just fucked that up. Yeah. We've got multiple dimensions, space travel, and portals, but no time travel. Because, you know, you got to draw a line somewhere. Right? <laughs> I just about to say the same shit. Because, you know, you got to draw the fucking science fiction line somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. So, Justin Roiland actually has said that uh, when he interviewed, or he was talking about Chris Parnell, who plays Jerry. Yeah. He's yeah, also yeah. an archer. He's Cyril Figgis, in case you haven't figured that I, out. Oh, my God. I knew that. <laughs> I, I've known that before, but I just didn't remember it until again yeah. just now. They said that he hits his lines every time on the first take. What now, a fucking boss. Yeah. Now, I guess because just the way they do animation, they still have to record 30 takes or so every time. But they always use his first but take. But he always uses Chris Parnell's first take. That's just badass. Yep. Chris Parnell was also in Walk Hard. Walk Hard. Walk hard. He's in 21 Jump, uh, Anchorman, Archer, and American Dad. Now, Sarah Chalk, who is Beth's character, uh, voice actor, mm-hmm. actress, uh, she can burp on command. 
and Justin Roiland gets <laughs> pissed off about it because he plays Rick, who needs to always perp, and he can't do it. <laughs> I actually heard they had to put those in afterward. Yeah. And uh, she also plays a blonde doctor on this show, much like she did in Scrubs. Scrubs. And uh, what Yeah, else? those of you who just got that are going, what the fuck? I didn't know that until like an hour ago. <laughs> and also, she plays a blonde doctor in How I Met Your Mother, apparently. Oh, never. So says the Google box, because I've never seen that show. Yeah, not not really up my not really my forte. Yeah, uh, the show's theme song is a parody of Doctor Who and Farscape. Apparently, never heard of Farscape. Never, I've heard of Farscape. Never heard. Yeah, of I haven't song. seen it. Apparently, um, they brought a bunch of Farscape character or uh, actors onto the show as voice really? actors too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, one of them. Uh, I'd have to look it up, but one of the episodes actually has two people who were like big on Farscape, like actually talking to each other in the show. It's the first time they've worked interesting in anything together or well, the thing was the animation though is they're not actually talking to each other well who knows? they're Maybe recording they their lines out. in a box somewhere yeah we actually have never met me and neil nope no nope. not once never seen him nope actually he would uh turn to stone if he saw me yeah fun, well fun you fact. are just a brain in a jar yes there's that so uh the clock in rick's garage always shows that it's two o'clock except in, in episode one or, i'm sorry season one episode three it shows 3 p.m they don't ever explain why <laughs> just once they changed it <laughs> So I'm gonna start right. looking out for some of these things. I told you to avoid Tom Kenny because I don't think you knew who he was. You, he voices another extremely famous uh, sponge. No, <laughs> Tom Kenny. I'm ready. Tom Kenny, better known as SpongeBob, <laughs> also plays Mr. Meeseeks. He's oh, John Arbuckle in the, the uh, Garfield one. He's Squanchy. He's also Million Ants and King Jellybean. Million Ants. <laughs> million Ants. Yeah. And according to IMDb, this is not the first time that Tom Kenny has voiced a magical bean. A magical bean? Yeah. What? King Jellybean. He's a yeah. magical bean. Yeah, Apparently else? he's done it before. I couldn't really find it and I got sick of looking Fucking for SpongeBob it. Fucking SpongeBob was King Jellybean? I know. Oh, God, no. Yes. Yes. This is the shit you guys come to this podcast for right Just here. Just go with the flow, man. Yeah. If you don't know, we're not going to go into t- uh, Mr. J- or King Jellybean. You just got to watch it yourself. We're not going to. They must remember this. him for the Jellybean he was. Oh God! <laughs> fucked up episode. Can we just go home, Rick? I just want to go home, Rick. Yeah. So on a lighter note. Um, oh God! In the pilot episode, when Rick and Morty are at the inter- intergalactic custom station, you can see a Ferengi. I. Th- I. I we yes. Pointed, I pointed yes, out we one pointed time. that out before. Yep. That's and, pretty cool. Uh, there's also a suggestion that Rick and Morty in the universe is actually in the same universe as Futurama. Whoa, what? Apparently you can see the Planet Express ship a couple times. Well, okay, actually, obviously, it's infinite universes. Yes. So th- that has to be true. Well, C-137 or something. Oh, like, yes. the, like the home one? Yeah. Uh, at some point they see the Planet Express ship a couple times. Huh. It's in Season 3, Episode 1. And there's also a bunch of uh, sightings of Slurm, which I've never seen, but... Nor have I. Uh, yeah, something to look out for next That's time That's pretty it. cool. Yep. And also, uh, there's a... What's that damn book? Oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. Oh, I guess there has to be. I guess, yeah, everything has one. Everything somewhere. has a reference in this at some point, I yeah, think. Yeah, season three, episode four, there's a countdown clock that ends at zero minutes and 42 seconds. 42 seconds. Every time. It has to happen. Mystery right. of the universe and everything. 42. Yeah. Pretty much. 
So give us a minute. We'll come back with some of the wackier fan theories and some of our favorite and least favorite moments. God, I can't wait. Uh, uh, Morty. You're a piece of shit, Morty. Morty. Okay, so <laughs> in the background of several episodes on uh, Rick's workbench, you can see this fucked up looking helmet. It's at the beginning of the episode, Vindicators 3, The Return of World Ender. Now, this this helmet's supposed to be the source of a pretty dark fan theory. That's, I uh, can't fucking wait. It's talking about the urban legend of the suicide helmet. And that's where a, a troubled teenager builds a helmet rigged with shotgun shells that he uses to kill himself. Wait, what? That's an urban legend, apparently. Like, in real world? <laughs> yeah. I could see that being a thing. I didn't want to Google it. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently Rick's helmet has a bunch of red tubes hanging out of it that look like shotgun shells. Oh, I know the helmet you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and he has, like I like we've said earlier, uh, been a little suicidal. A little, yeah, he's depressed. Yep. So uh, he may have built himself a suicide helmet. It will literally, which actually is just like the first episode of Futurama. So <laughs> Bender goes in same universe, same universe, <laughs> not the same time though. True, which is odd. Yeah. Now, some other people say that that helmet looks a lot like Doc Brown's Back to the Future brainwave analyzing helmet. Yeah. That he uses to read Marty's mind. Wait, he reads Marty's mind in Back to the Future? That's what my notes say, so it has to be true. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> it's the opposite Just of truth. Take it at my... I, I don't know. I don't even know where I got that from. Deal that sounds it. totally bullshit. I don't fucking know. We're, gonna do, we're doing a Back to the Future episode eventually. Yeah, we have we'll to. We'll argue about that then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently also has goggles on it, which is completely unnecessary if the purpose is to kill you. So it may be a brainwave analyzing helmet instead. <laughs> or you just fucking have, I don't know. Because, <laughs> you know, you definitely want to get anything on your eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, so there's a theory that the evil Morty is, we've known his story all along because he's the Morty from the credits. From the credits? Yeah, so at the beginning of the credits, you see, um, a Rick running away, Rick and Morty, and then he portals out. Oh, and then the leaves, opening credits. He leaves Morty behind. Oh, that could be God. This, and those two things jump him? Could be the origin story of OG evil Morty. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would also explain why the show starts with Rick coming back from an extended absence and coming out of nowhere. He's never actually met the kids, far as we know he right. left before they're born right right now in that episode you see a picture of him holding little morty in this universe that would have never happened huh so he's from a universe where he grew up with his morty so that's interesting so he came to this universe where rick abandoned the family completely to do something and maybe died even he knew that this rick wasn't coming back maybe he even killed him but he came to this one and took over because he didn't realize he cared about marty morty marty whatever morty as much as he did until he lost him, but he didn't really lose him because this one is one is the Mortyest Morty, maybe. So he's the Ricky, Rickest Rick, and he lost his Morty, mm-hmm. and then found the Mortyest Morty. That would explain why he is so you know different than the other Ricks because he's the only one that's actually lost one. And no, that's reg- not, that's, and regretted it and regretted it. Okay, yes. okay, that is a difference. Um, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, that's um, a good one. So, uh, Evil Morty does have a chance at one point to kill Rick. Remember? Towards the end of that last episode. And he can't do it. Because he realizes that that's his original Rick. And that he went to go get this new Morty 
to save him or whatnot, uh, you know, to be a good Rick. And so he realizes he can't kill him. Wait, so hold on. At the end of of season three? Yeah. Rick was um, – help me understand. I, I'm, not, I'm not following. I don't know. That's what my notes say. <laughs> you are the fucking worst, man. you got to start reading my notes and then don't ask any questions that I don't can't answer you. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I don't understand when that happened, but I I'm didn't gonna... make up this fan theory. <laughs> Obviously, I, I, very few of these fan theories are my own. I'm not gonna take credit for them. <laughs> no, occasionally there's some. Yeah. So okay, well, um, the first three that's crazy. That was great. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so um, there's another theory that says Rick and Mr. Poopy Butthole break the fourth wall because they know they're on a TV show. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard this one. Where and and Rick. I think, and, and correct me if this uh, goes into your theory or not, but it's where Rick knows he has to address the audience to keep the show going, or else his it's like the universe and the battery. Yeah. He has the power to destroy that's it. We have the power to destroy is, his good. universe right. if we don't keep watching his show. Yeah, that, that could be part of it. But really what, it, uh, what I have here from the uh, you know unknown source that I use, <laughs> one of many, Many scholarly resources that I refuse to cite. Um, I think you go to Harvard, right? Yes. Yale, Harvard, you know, all the big ones. All the Eaton College. Anyway, um, he's smart. He knows that in multiple universes that he's probably got a universe out there where he's on a TV show. And also, mm. he can watch interplanetary or intergalactic TV, so he may have very well seen cable, yeah. his own show and knows he's on it. Oh, that would be – that's weird. Yeah. Now, at some point, you remember uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole is recovering from a gunshot wound. Yeah. Now, this, fucking shoots him. this theory goes that at some point Rick gave him an intergalactic cable box and Mr. Poopy Butthole realized he was in a TV show, too. Which is why after an on an after credit scene, he actually addresses and talks, oh, about, hey everybody. talks yeah. about the episode he's in and yada yada. So maybe Come he's... back in season two. Yeah, so maybe that's how he's self-aware, too, because huh. they both have seen themselves on TV. Yeah, well, then the whole Smith family is senior dimensional cable, though. If Why don't they know? There are, what, like a million channels, though? Probably infinite. Yeah. So maybe they didn't know how to look. I mean, freaking, they are born of Jerry. They're not smart. Beth isn't. Beth is born of Rick, apparently. That's true, but they stopped watching the TV a lot after they did that whole episode where... Oh, yeah, they only have the two episodes. Like, yeah, now we're doing this instead of interdimensional cable. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or they do the Morty's Mind Blowers. Now, that also goes into a real-world theory that Elon Musk prescribes to. Well, that, oh, that we're all in a simulation? Uh-huh. Yeah. Elon Musk definitely... Yeah, I've, I've heard him say that before. Which um, I could see them folding that into here just to make fun of Elon Musk. Yeah. Very possible. Very possible. Uh, also, it's just kind of funny when your characters are aware that they're in a show. Yeah. Now, this one I like a lot. Okay. Why do you think the Ricks brought Doofus Rick to that house when they came, the Council of Ricks? To fuck with Jerry? Not to fuck with Jerry. All right. Think about this. They are basically – Doofus Rick is like a lightning rod for all the Ricks to stay together, like to work together. They have a common goal of fucking with Doofus Rick, so they actually yeah. stay there and finish the work. Because they'll just wander off to, like, cats. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. And also, Jerry gets all butt hurt whenever Rick does anything in the house. Yeah. And like, you know, and fucks with anything. So they bring Doofus Rick to distract him, and all the other Ricks fuck with him. <laughs> now, that leads to a somewhat even darker theory. Why do you think all the Doofus Ricks, or all the Ricks, hate Doofus Rick? 
Because he's free. He's the only one that's happy. Oh God! I was, uh, that was my <laughs> next answer. It was, it was like, that's sort of what I was getting alluding to. Yeah, he is the only happy Rick that exists because he's stupid. Because he's stupid. Ignorance is bliss. Which again, kind of goes. That's into, why we're so happy at the fluent. Because we're dumb as fuck. <laughs> but there is that thing, right? The smarter you are, the less happy you are, and yeah, some bullshit like that. I don't know. I'm too dumb to understand it. That's why we didn't <laughs> understand the infinities comment. All right, so that. One more theory for you. Okay. And that is that Rick is constantly crushing Morty's self-esteem in order to keep him from becoming evil Morty. Whoa. Let that sink in a minute, right? So in the episode where they had the toxins removed, Morty pretty much immediately shows that he's a genius. He becomes a stockbroker, makes millions and billions of dollars, whatever. (laughs) He's extremely capable when Rick's not holding him down. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Right? Oh, God. So what, he, would I, what would I accomplish if I got rid of you? <laughs> Probably less. Anyway. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, jeez, uh, So anyway, he's pretty much consistently and constantly fucking with Morty just to keep him down. God. To keep him Dang suppressed. it. It goes further. Why it's, do you think he put so much effort into removing every memory of Rick fucking up anything? There's that whole episode where he pulls yeah. he has all these memories uh, from Morty's head. And every time Rick screws anything up or does something wrong, he steals that memory out of Morty's head. To keep Morty thinking that he's this this omnipotent, omnipotent god like being. You can't beat him. You know, there's no yeah. point in trying. But then you see how many times he's screwed up and he's actually taking these memories out of his head. Like thousands of memories. Uh-huh. And then but he brings Summer in because she's like Oh, we had a code three, Rick. Ooh, code four, and like, so she's in on it because apparently I don't know. Maybe yeah. she can't. She's not capable of and much. So this is probably one of those things that the Council of Ricks does. They set up these programs like this, and they monitor them and make sure people are doing them because huh. they can't have an evil Morty on their hands. Because they've they already established. There's actually a quote in there that Rick says in the Evil Morty's uh, first episode: "A cocky Morty can lead to some real problems." Yeah. So they've dealt with a smart Morty. Yeah, I, I could do the same thing with like six Mortys and a car battery. Yeah. On paper, Morty. <laughs> yep. And remember, we're we're focusing on C one thirty seven Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. Well, and C one thirty seven Morty is the Mortyest Morty, so he has the potential to be the evilest and smartest Morty. Yeah. The one true Morty. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> so oh, God. that's there why we're following one. this particular set of Rick and Morty. Because this is the most dangerous Morty there is. That's crazy. And I know you don't have an answer to this, but it's kind of funny how, like, how are we trace? What does C-137 mean? Like, obviously, they've There's jumped around universes. There's actually a reference to that. Um, it, it references cesium 137 Oh, interesting. That's just how they picked the name for this Right, universe. but I'm wondering, like, does that mean that's the universe where they're, we're in? Was that the... Because they never said that until after the, the left Cronenberg verse. start with, I suppose. It's just a... A yeah. frame of reference. To Just if anyone around. knows, let us know because I'm that's something I'm curious about. But like, but... use really simple words. <laughs> Please, because we're very happy. We're very happy. That's a, <laughs> such a great way to put it. Yeah. Um, that's a those are some cool theories, man. All right, we looks like we're running out of time. But what is your favorite Rick and Morty moment? My favorite moment in Rick and Morty, um, was probably. <laughs> I don't know. I like a lot of the episodes. I love season. A lot of season three is good. Uh, the opening season three episode I like a lot, just because Nathan Fillion makes a guest appearance, 
and he's one of my yes, favorite every actors. Every time I'm at your house, we watch that episode. I know. It's, <laughs> I've well, seen it's that the, episode 45 It's times. the only season I have that's not censored, and I love watching I it when it's not censored. Ew, gross. You bought a censored season? No, it, those are the ones that stream on Hulu. Oh, okay. I thought you bought all the seasons. Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> no, I just... I, Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I just... I like that episode a lot. It's just kind of... It's funny, and... And it's also what created that Szechuan sauce monstrosity. <laughs> See, watching Rick and Morty censored is like feeling someone up through a sweater or something. Yeah, it's like it's second base, but not really. Yeah. That was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's one of your favorite parts? I like all the references to, references to the, the obscure sci-fi. Yeah. Anything involving Flash Gordon, and I'm happy. And there's a lot of that. <laughs> Flash! Um, and ah! there's a shitload of Beyond Thunderdome references. There's a whole episode or two about it. And yeah. Fucking, I love me some Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. It we is know that. shit. So, yeah, anytime they reference any of that stuff, I'm happy. What's your biggest gripe? Biggest gripe? The length between fucking seasons. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. <laughs> Not just for time's sake, but also because, <laughs> yes, fucking, that show is awesome, and they need to make more of them. Yeah, good thing season four is coming out soon, so... Yeah. Um, I would rather them be good and two years apart. Than oh yeah, cranked out. Oh no, I, I don't. I don't hate that they're taking their time with it. I just hate how long it takes. Yeah. Don't be like Game of Thrones and rush the shit, even though it took them years to make a bad a bad season. Yes. So with that, we'll leave you. Yeah, guys. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to the Fluent Nerd. Join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review somewhere. Also, tell your friends about us. Seriously, text someone now or shout if you're in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, behind-the-scenes stories, and whatever else at thefluentnerd at gmail.com. I want to give a special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. See you guys next week. Now the real reason...